0: Okay, so statute of limitations and whatnot. (laughs) I'm not trying to get you in trouble with anyone for anything. Yes. But what happened here actually is that a lot of people I know had a history of, you know, taking a a thing or two in their past and and I asked for a volunteer just for someone for one of those people to talk about it. And your hand went up the fastest. (laughs) So, uh, I wonder what you can tell me about that time in your life, like from the perspective of you at that time, like what was going on? Oh my God. What a great question.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I feel like a lot was going on for me. Um, The age that comes to mind immediately is being 19 years old and kind of like out there in the world on my own um, for the first time. And I'm thinking about the fact that that whole time period was just like so, such a mix of like tumult and joy. Like it was simultaneously like one of the worst periods of my life, and also like the most high in freedom. Mm. Um, yeah, so that was kind of the background radiation of what was going on. Uh, I lived in Philadelphia. I was being a little degenerate in a lot of ways. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know how much um,
0: I should reveal about yeah. my
1: my checkered past. You, you right don't. Now.
0: Ha- you don't have to tell me. Anything specific, but 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 I I wonder I was wondering if you could give an idea of like what kinds of places you were taking things from, what like if you don't want to name specific objects, like perhaps they're like cash value, like what 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 was this to you?
1: Yeah, it's weird. I feel like I never stole for a reason. Like I was basically just like in it for the. Um, ability to make things happen that I wouldn't otherwise be able to make happen. And then sometimes literally just for the vibes, Mm -hmm. uh, like I stole a banana from Wawa. That was like (laughs) the last thing I ever stole. I think that that's how (laughs) that that's like my strongest theft memory because it was the time that I got caught with Mm. stealing a a 79 cent banana (laughs) from a Wawa who caught you, um, the woman who worked there, she just like saw me slip the banana into the sleeve of my oversized leather jacket <laughs> and very kindly was like, are you sure you want to do that? <laughs> <laughs> and I was just filled with shame and embarrassment. I was like, no. <laughs> oh,
0: wow. And that was the last yeah. time. Was it f- was it because of that feeling that, that was? I the just last never time?
1: did it again? I think I was already over it, if that makes sense. And uh-huh. then it was just this like. Like
0: literally one piece of
1: resistance was presented to me by reality, uh-huh. Uh-huh. and I was like, "All right, <laughs> never mind."
0: Uh-huh. I don't want to put anything on you that isn't there. I I simply want to to theorize something and see how you respond. I wonder whether it had something to do with the concept of rules. And, like, who gets to make rules and who gets yes. to enforce rules? And could you tell that? No, this me is so that?
1: real. Yeah. And it's the first day of Aquarius season. Um, yes. I, w- I won't make this too much about astrology, <laughs> but I was not good at rules as a mm-hmm. kid. I actually love structure and I love rules. Mm-hmm. I've realized as an adult, um, but I want to be the one who picks them and decides, like, which ones I'm going to submit to and having external ones that i'm not deciding about really upsets me and mm. has upset me historically mm. and i think becoming a young adult was this wild experience of just looking around and suddenly realizing that actually my sense that all rules were arbitrary throughout my entire childhood was actually like pretty true uh-huh. and that there's just like not necessarily this like objective morality that's being kind of like handed down from like the top-down level but it's actually just like shit that people have agreed on some of those people were like really dumb and Mm -hmm. (laughs) uh like some make obvious sense like we don't like murder most of the time seems pretty bad Uh some of the time Uh um but then some of the time
0: like maybe murder (laughs) you you know well maybe it's not called that if it's that you know like that that's that's, that's where you get into the real weird stuff about the legality of things is like certain certain Killing a guy in certain situations is one thing, but killing a guy in another situation is something entirely different.
1: Completely. And that is actually just vibes based, like low key, like (laughs) actually, (laughs)
0: yeah.
1: but um, which is interesting. Uh, Obviously, there's a lot of structure to to those vibes, but still. Uh, So anyway, I think I think I'm 19. Right. I'm like realizing and I couldn't stop realizing um, that (laughs) that things are not as they seem. Yeah, and I did have an immediate first reaction to that where I was just like, I don't think I have to do any of this shit. Mm-hmm. Like one thing that like really stands out in my mind as like evidence of this is I went through a pretty rigorous um, like middle to high school experience like academically uh uh, all for this goal theoretically of going to like having access to going to like you know ivy league schools or like getting to be able to do whatever you might wish to do in the future Mm -hmm. um that was the whole goal of my education um and i was terrible at this in a lot of ways uh I just like couldn't get out of bed for school i couldn't go to class i couldn't do my homework i just fucking hated it Mm -hmm. it was ruining my life for years it was ruining my family's Mm -hmm. life trying to like enforce these rules to make me do it ultimately this ended in me like being like a homeless teen at like 17 Mm -hmm. you know because it would just create so much conflict i was expelled from two schools and you know, it was just horrible, like, literal, like, so much tumult from, like, every authority figure in my life at me and back from me, resentfully, angrily, at them. Mm. And then I just, like, got into college anyway. Mm-hmm. Like, nobody ever asked to see those high school transcripts. Oh. It was just, like, I, like, went to one semester of community college in Philadelphia, like, literally on a whim. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I'm not doing enough shit. Like, I'm bored. I'm going to take a women's studies class and a philosophy class. Uh So I did. And then I just fucking transferred to Temple with those credits. And that was it. That was the whole process. Mm -hmm. I think that was one of my first, like, experiences of being like, oh, I'm not just like a rebellious idiot. Like, I was actually right. Like, I didn't Mm -hmm. have to care about any of this. Like, my internal sensors of telling me that this didn't matter to me and wasn't important to me and didn't need to be prioritized
0: at all. Like, what that was just accurate. Uh huh. And then the, I mean, the age that you went to in the stealing story was after that. Yes. So, so it was like nothing, nothing mattered anymore. Right. Yes. Like, rules wise.
1: Yeah, basically. And it just didn't even occur to me that, that some rules were, were good, actually, uh-huh. if that makes uh, sense, because yeah. my, ex- my experience of being exposed to them was just garbage i had the same experience with uh i used to do graffiti i would spray paint like all the time over everything zero fucks and then i got arrested by a police officer and he was like fuck you like literally Mm -hmm. like like i was like sitting on the curb handcuffed and he was a local man to philadelphia and was like fuck you like you're not from this neighborhood like you literally just like live here you moved here like, assumedly recently, and you're just, like, trashing the place. Like, go fuck yourself. Wow, yeah. And I was just like, damn, like, that's legit. <laughs> uh-huh.
0: That's, like, that real police I'm work doing. right there. Like, the human Honestly, being was actually dealing with you.
1: It was so much more. Yeah, exactly. It, he was literally like, this makes me personally fucking mad. And, like, that's what this conversation is about. Yeah. And I was like, damn, that's so real. Honestly, mm. fuck me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it, it, seems, it seems pretty tied up in who makes the rules and what, and what power they have over you. And like mm-hmm. the, the first the the rule makers that you were having the most trouble with in this story were like very close to you and you were very accountable to them. You had a lot of responsibility to them and yes. like, that kind of shifts around all over the place when you leave home and you go to college and you you're, you're out on your own. Like you said, like that was how you started your story. It was like you were living on your own, like the, you weren't accountable to people in the same way. Right. And, 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 and you know, that's that's the <laughs> the difference between like a good police encounter and a bad police encounter is like whether you're whether y- you respect the authority of the human being.
1: Right. Which the, I did not until he started talking to me like yeah, a human being.
0: Yeah. Mm-
1: and that, that's what I feel like was, like, the difference in, like, between, yeah, I think the difference for me between, like, rules that I, when I started realizing that, like, some, basically what happened was I had, like, all, I, I was the person in power
0: mm.
1: to be the person that, you know the school called home to as it were like as long as it were somebody else like really I, I, that was just like fuck you guys basically but like the minute the school called home to me and it was like literally me talking directly to a police officer or like me having to like go to court mm-hmm. for like doing graffiti mm-hmm. and like consequences started to like pile up and the o- the only person they were getting getting the emails was me uh-huh. there was no like other person who was just like i'm really disappointed in you and this is impacting our personal relationship yeah it was just like me having to deal with a bunch of logistical bullshit yes your favorite and thing. I, was like, exactly. <laughs> and I was like i was like oh these consequences are actually effective mm-hmm. <laughs> mm. whereas it was that was not the case when it was all about like leverage social goodness which was my experience like being punished and receiving consequences as like a teen uh
0: uh-huh. Like it was secondary to like an actual relationship. It was like people were like upset with me and right. that was the thing I was supposed right. to care about. Yeah. And I was like, but
1: you could just not be upset with me and realize that like the structure is the problem. Uh-huh.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Right. But when it was direct. The the importance of that structure started to make sense.
1: Or at the very least, I was like, I do not wish to go to war with the structure. Right. Yes because that would be a lot a lot.
0: Yes, that, that's a lot to take on. <laughs> the, the, forgive me if this is too like hard of a swerve, but I mm-hmm. am very uh tempted to ask about magic now. Okay, yes, good. <laughs> because, let, us because, a, let us ask about magic. Because because it seems like I mean it just it's not even just magic in general, it's like in your kind in particular and its relationship to self-reliance and authority and true will, right? And yeah. and it was, like, not until that got implicated that you started to see the, like, utility of the structure as opposed to its just, like, a priori, like, importance to society. Yes. And and, and that, and you engaged with it then for the yes. sake of what, of the outcomes. And that just feels right. very magical to me. I'm wondering if those pursuits have anything to do with each other like the shaping up of of your of your checkered past and and your development of like a ritual practice
1: yeah it kind of lines up time wise anyway um that's for
0: sure because it has a lot of rules too
1: it does it does it has a lot of rules but i don't follow most of them Uh it's not necessarily true i follow Uh some of them but again it's like kind of high key the ones that i have run up against the utility or lack thereof
0: of right yes
1: <laughs> but it's a, it's my i have the exact same strategy where it's like i will sort of lean towards assuming that a rule is potentially arbitrary until i see it's like utility mm-hmm. and and that usually involves consequences <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's not a way i recommend to learn but it is unfortunately the way i learn mm. um I think that that thing where I'm like, it's like, okay, I'm like railing against these like limitations and structures. But I actually want to like break free out of the boundaries of what I've been told is and isn't allowed. Like, you know, like I want to be able to take a bottle of wine from Safeway, even though I'm 17. Uh Right. Like, Uh that's what I want. Like, like I want to be able to like have a pocket knife, even though like my mom won't let me. So Mm -hmm. I'm going to steal one from fucking Target. Uh You know what I mean? Uh Like, I want to be able to like... Shift reality slightly mm-hmm. using magical ability. Uh-huh. <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah. Like so. Like I. I just I'm gonna do it in the mm-hmm. way that's available to me. And my culture insists that magic is fake, largely. Mm-hmm. Um, by my culture, I mean like vaguely like Christo Protestant white America. Like uh-huh. they're pretty pretty set on magic being fake. <laughs> yes. Um, so you
0: have to bend the rules of that society.
1: Right you have to be like, I wonder if this is bullshit. And then just like, try <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. I, the
0: the thing that the thing that begs to be brought up here though, for me is the relationship between all of this and right and wrong with mm-hmm. like capital R capital W the, the like metaphysical concepts of right and wrong, which I'm not positing as real necessarily, but just like sure. there's, there's like another level of, uh, that comes down to our level in the sense that like, we know at some level when an act is wrong or right to some degree of certainty. And I feel like one of the most confusing things about being like a religious person is the Mm -hmm. relationship between the rules and right and wrong, which is obviously not one-to-one in a lot of cases. Right. Totally. So where, where does like, right and wrong figure into your lifelong tendency to exercise your true will and bend the rules.
1: Oh man. Yeah, this is a really
0: broad question. I want to like get my brain around it. Uh, Cause it's like good. If it's too broad, I could just ask you whether you believe in metaphysical concepts of right and wrong? Oh, God.
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. Uh, I really don't know the answer to that. I... Ahura uh, Mazda is just like asserting itself in my brain so hard right now. Okay. Uh, which is, like basically in Zoroastrianism uh he is like the guy right he's like the wisdom lord is like kind of what his name means um and I think about him a lot when I'm trying to like figure out how I feel about dualism right like the like sort of like religious dualism where it's Mm. like like some things are like of god and some things are like not of god like some things are fucking bad yes um and i think the things that you have to do with your brain to understand the problem of evil like why does fucked up shit happen in reality if you also believe in god the shit you have to do with your brain to make that work (laughs) Is like so much extra labor
0: mm.
1: when you could just believe in evil,
0: mm.
1: and I, it appeals to me in this way. Now, like, don't get me wrong, I am actually doing the hard way. Like, I'm doing it the <laughs> like fucking like convoluted like Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know why the problem of evil exists. Like, yes. I like head in hands like philosopher crisis. Yes, that's that is actually the path I've chosen. <laughs> <laughs> but also. I kind of fuck with hard dualism in this regard, where it's just like, oh yeah, like your friend died young, evil. Yeah, like that was just like the bad god won. Mm. Like we tried, mm. but it didn't work. Mm. That was that was Angra mind you. You know uh-huh. what I mean? Uh-huh. Not a huramazda.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Like we're constantly fighting, and he just won that round, uh-huh. and that fucking sucks.
0: <laughs> so who's behind stealing a banana from Wawa? <laughs> ahura <laughs> mazda uh-huh why <laughs> what is think. what does ahura mazda want with the banana
1: i don't know um yeah this is i don't know it's like he does he want he, like he wants me to learn like he wants me to stop stealing in a low consequence way uh. like he wants like all, like oh like token like hilariously like token levels of inconsequential right mm-hmm. Like 79 cents banana out, uh-huh. out of all the shit that I ever stole. Yeah. It was probably the least significant ever. Yeah. And like by the grace of Aramasta, <laughs> <laughs> this very nice woman, you know, like hit me just the right chiropractic way to be like, you don't actually need to be doing what you're doing. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> and you know, who fucking knows? Like, did, did that, did I avoid a greater ill fate later? by that. But we get into problems when we start attributing
0: every single thing to the good deity.